Hello everyone, it is Amina Lee, the host of the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast, and I'm here with Cal, and he's going to introduce himself, and we're going to get straight into the interview. So, hey, Cal. What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Kyle Anthony. I'm the CEO of The Neighborhood Talk, and I'm ready to get into some things. Okay, so with you being The Neighborhood Talk, I like to call you the Prince of Media because you have definitely changed the face of media, especially on social media. So who is your inspiration? Um, I would say, well, I don't know who these people are because a lot of these people that own uh, publications, they don't, they're not at the forefront, or at least I don't search for them. But I really, you know, look up to, like, Asa, um, the Jasmine brand, just uh, a lot of black publications that have been around for some years. Those are the ones that I look up to. And then I know you majored in journalism in college. So what made you want to go into that direction in the first place? Uh, I like to talk a lot. So when I was in <laughs> high school, I remember my ninth grade English teacher, she stopped during class and she's like, How I don't know what, what you're trying to do when you grow up, but you need to do something that deals with talking because you like to talk a lot, like a lot. And I knew I wanted to be somebody that was on the news uh, kind of like Ryan Seacrest, I always had that in my head, but I never thought that I would kind of like go a different route and become a writer because I never thought that I, that I was going to be writing articles ever. And on the Neighborhood Talk, you feature like a lot of different artists, like a lot of artists that I found out about, like Ari Lennox, Sweetie. So like what, how do you find these artists and how do you feature them? Like what makes you want to feature them? Because I have found like a bunch of different artists that I didn't even know about from the Neighborhood Talk. Um, so how we go about it is we'll have a lot of people who will send their favorite artists in the DMs, but, oh, you need to check this out, you need to check this out, you need to check this out. And I'll be honest and say everything is a numbers game with me. Um, so if I go on your page and you have, like, a large following and the and you have, like, a lot of engagement in your own comments, then I know you have, like, some cool-ass fans, and then I'm going to just bring, you know, whatever you're doing over on the neighborhood talk. But it has to make sense. Like, if you are, I don't know, hell, like, bad baby out here trying to rap or something, <laughs> I know nine times out of ten they ain't going to want to see that on, on the neighborhood talk. I don't know why, but they just only like seeing black people. So I tend to, you know, go for artists that they can relate to the most and have already a following. Because if it's somebody that you've never heard of, it'll be a bunch of who, 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 who. So... And then the neighborhood talk, like the Instagram page itself is so different. Like your engagement rate is like crazy. The followers, they be arguing the comments and having their own conversation. So like what, like where do you see yourself in five years? Like I definitely see you like having like your own like TV show. But like where do you see yourself personally in five years? Um, I see myself away from the company. And what I mean by that is. Built it, built it up to the point where it can sustain itself, and I have a an amazing team that can basically just push it forward without me having to kind of like be over their shoulder, you know, in a sense, kind of like because I watch the page twenty four seven. Even if I'm not the one on, I'm always just looking at it. So in five years, I just want to be at a point where I don't have to check the page for about a week or two weeks or a month if I don't want to, and know that it's still you know, thriving and the best that it can be without me. Because like you said, I do see myself on television in the next five years. And in order for me to do that, I'm going to have to 
you know, step away from the page. Like, I'm going to have to leave it at some point. So that's my goal because I've already been doing this for five years. And I can't do it for another five. <laughs> I'll die, girl. <laughs> and um, how do you feel? I feel like the neighborhood talk is personally, like, way different from, like, other media sites and everything. But how do you feel that it's different? Like, how do you think the neighborhood talk is unique in its own way? Um, I feel it's unique in its own way because a lot of people, I'll just be honest with you, you know, a lot of people like to make fun of my publication and call it, you know, the knockoff shade room and stuff like that, which it doesn't bother me because I was at the shade room. So I know what went into kind of making that company what it is and like a large part of why people follow different blogs and stuff is because of the people that are behind it and the stuff you post you kind of get a feel for people's personality so and this is not to sound shady or anything but i just kind of feel like my blog is different because it's my personality it's things that i like things that i know uh my friends like stuff that we're talking about on a daily like it's related it's literally my brain just on instagram Literally. So that's how I would say it's different because I don't look at anybody else's pages for inspiration. I kind of just know, like, okay, whatever I'm talking about with my friends, that's what I need to bring over into the neighborhood talk. Relatable stuff. Yeah, your page definitely is different. Like, you feature TikToks, you feature topics that nobody would know about. Like, I found out about how Africa, many Africans in China are facing a lot of discrimination. You feature a lot of other stuff that pages will later copy later on. But I feel like you have, like, your own standpoint. You're unique in its own way. And then people are going to follow that, but you do it your own way. And that's totally dope. Thank you. Thank you so much. And for before we get into the trivia stuff, how would you like to help, you know, future journalists and like the future, like with college scholarships? Like, how would you do that to help future journalists? Um, yeah, I would definitely love to help future journalists. Um, you know, I always kind of like to help myself because I don't feel like I've made any real impact yet. But, you know, I guess you got to kind of just at some point tell yourself, no, nah, I, I, I know what I'm doing. Um, so I definitely want to uh, help out. Maybe not, maybe not yet. Cause I feel like I got a lot of growing to do, but I do have interns that are journalism majors who kind of, who I work with and kind of like, you know, critique their writing, kind of give them some pointers, uh, make them rewrite articles. So that's pretty much what I do as, as far as right now, as far as giving back to the community and helping other aspiring journalists you know, reach their full potential. Because I've had some interns who have gone on to work for other publications after mine, mm-hmm. which looks good on their resume because people know, oh, I worked with him. So at least I know he, they know what they're doing. So. And then for the last question before the five questions of trivia, what tips would you give to young people that want to start their own media company, that want to be journalists? Like, what tips would you give to them? The first tips that I would say... What if, the tips that I would give is uh, go at your own pace, number one. Uh, for two, don't don't focus on what's going on, you know, around you. Number three, be prepared to understand you will not have a, you know, personal life. Like, you will not be able to hang out with your friends and stuff. So if you are ready, you know, you're really hungry for it, you have to understand there ain't going to be no more Friday nights going out. You won't be able to go to sleep at a regular set time. Like, you you, you won't, you basically won't be sleeping. Put it like that. 
So you're you're for the first, I'll say, five years trying to build your company up. Because I'm only in year two, you probably won't be sleeping. And you have to make sure, like I say once again, don't look at what's going on on the next page. And if somebody else comes up and they get a verified blue check, don't feel discouraged because at the end of the day, nobody can verify you but you. And you know what credentials you have. And it, at the end of the day, it all comes down to engagement. Half these blogs are verified and they have no damn engagement. So mm-hmm. don't let that verified check discourage you. I, I highly agree with that one with the verified check part. <laughs> and for the five questions of trivia, so um, the the listeners are going to get to learn more about you. So for the first question, what was your favorite TV show growing up? Was it 106 in Park or was it TRL? Ooh, I'm going to have to go with 106 in Park. I don't know. I don't know why. It, maybe it's just because everybody was black, like I said. So I felt more like, I don't know, at home. You know, TRL was more like... What was where was it based in New York City and then you had that big ass window that, that looked over like Times Square. I mean it was cool. It, they both definitely different, but I'm gonna have to go with one oh six and park because it's just something about Free and AJ and then Terrence and Roxy that just I don't know, I just watched that a lot. <laughs> and then for the second trivia question, are you more of a Chris Baum fan or are you more of a Usher fan? Oh, Am I more of a Chris Brown fan or an Usher fan? I'm gonna have to go with. I mean, I grew up on Chris Brown. If I have to keep it real, I mean, I grew up with Usher too, but Usher was more so kind of for my parents' era. Like he was more like the '90s. I'm gonna have to go with the OG though, Usher, because I'm sorry for it. <laughs> And then you know how the Babyface and Teddy Riley competition is coming up on IG Live next week. So who do you think is going to win? Girl, I'm going with Babyface. <laughs> I don't know who the hell Teddy Riley is. I mean, I know who he is. But he told me the name of the song. I don't know. Is that Nia Riley's uh, fake dad? The one of Up Love Hip Hop? Is that? Yeah. That okay. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Babyface. That's all I know. Okay, so for the fourth question, you know how, like, The weekend people are saying how, like, um uh, The weekend was apparently copying Usher or whatever, so we're going to bring Usher back again. So are you more of a weekend fan or Usher? I'm more of an Usher fan, and, and, that, and I do like The weekend, but I thought him even, you know, trying to make that type of assumption was just like, boy, you need to sit your ass down. <laughs> you know, Usher been around way before you even got in this music industry. Like, do you, it's like, it, that, that, was, that right there was a little bit disrespectful. It's like, The weekend, come on. And then, I got two totally different voices. <laughs> <laughs> and then for the last trivia question, this is more like an opinion question. What artist do you see that's like working hard and grinding? Where do you think, like, what artist do you think is going to be like the next big thing? The next big thing, and what I mean, and I'm 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 gonna tell y'all like it is. We've seen a lot of girls pop up, and I ain't gonna say no names. A lot of little rappers, uh, and I and I, I ain't talking about the one that people think that I ain't talking about. I'll just say I ain't talking about Cardi B. You know, you know, who's like to go that route with it. But there's a lot of female rappers that I've seen pop up on the scene, and you know, they they get all this high engagement. But the sound stays the same. And if you read between the lines of what I'm saying, it'll it'll click. I'm not gonna say, but it's going you, you keep it's it's getting redundant and I don't think they're gonna be here for much longer. And I 
goes on to say that the person that I think that will be the next it that will be up there with Rihanna, Beyonce, Nikki, and I'll even put Cardi up in there because I don't think she's going over because people just seem to like the girl. <laughs> Doja Cat. I really believe mm-hmm. she's the next one. And, and, and the reason why she switches her sound up so well and she can rap and sing. Like, she can do both. So it's almost like Doja Cat featuring Doja Cat on every song she puts out. Because it's like, whoa, who this girl that can rap? Then switch up to singing. But you, you don't know it's the same person. Because it sounds so different. But it flows so well. Yeah. So I think she's the one people need to watch out for. Because she coming. Yeah. She coming. Yeah. <laughs> Especially on TikTok with her songs blowing up, definitely she knew like the right thing to do. So yeah. All right, and I think she jumped on that wave. I think everybody pretty much jumped on that TikTok wave after K Camp, that Renegade. I mm-hmm. think that really put it out there for people. Uh, that if you want your music to kind of like pop and stuff, TikTok might be the way. Because I'm not a TikTok person, but from the videos that I've seen, a lot of the songs were songs that were already had been out for some time. You know that people were just, oh, let's play with it. Because normally when you when you uh, want to post like new songs and shit, it won't let you. It's like copyright violation, blah blah blah. But it's like now it's seeming like all these artists are going over to TikTok. Like Drake, he made that dumbass song. <laughs> TikTok. It's like, is anybody making music anymore just, you know, for the soul? Or is everybody making quick music for the checks? Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Yeah, I heard that song. I was I'm not I'm not trying to hate with like the Drake fans, but I was like, this don't sound like a normal Drake song. Like I feel like artists are just making music to put on TikTok because they know that it's gonna work for them and it's gonna land on the charts. Like they try to copy like the K Camps and like the Doja Cat, but like it worked for them. It's not gonna really like it's working for Drake now. I'm not saying that for like all artists, but like I feel like artists are making music because they love it. They're just making it for the check. So I do agree with that. Exactly. And I, and I don't even think Drake's... I don't even, and I've got no problem with Drake, but I haven't seen a lot of people do that particular challenge of this. I don't know. Maybe it takes a while for TikTok challenges to blow up. I don't know, but I don't see that one going over because the song just wasn't it. It wasn't it. <laughs> yeah. But thank you so much for coming on the podcast. So where can everyone find you, of course, on social media, your email, and your personal social media as well? You guys can find me on The Neighborhood Talk. And from there, click in the bio, Neighborhood Talk 2, because Instagram has your boy Shadow Gang. <laughs> but if you just want to avoid all the fuck shit, just follow me on my personal Instagram, Kyle.Anthony, and I have all the links to the pages right up in my bio. So you ain't got to confuse yourself. Well, thank you so much, a.k.a. The Prince of Media, for coming on the Lifestyle of Amina Lee podcast. Thank you, Amina. Thank it was so you. so much fun. <laughs>